Welcome back to our first or second first interregnum in interlude episode. What do you call this? Mm-hmm. Off schedule bonus episode. Bonus. Yeah, it's a bonus. That's a practical answer right there. It's a bonus episode. Yes. Yeah, that is that is the podcastery term for it, isn't it? <laughs> bonus episode. Episode. Ep- <laughs> bonus episode. <laughs> Hey, welcome to the show, where two brothers talk about candy. I'm Lyndon. And I'm Layton. And, and this is Hard Crack. It's a bonus episode that you didn't know you were getting, but you knew you were getting. Yeah, content's free. That would be my daughter. Was that her? Because it sounded like she was barking. We don't She's have a dog. She's talking in her sleep. Oh, I did not know she talks in her sleep. She does it almost every night. And she also has night terrors. I do know that. Probably not a great combo. No. She wakes up saying the weirdest stuff. One time she woke up at one in the morning and tattled on Knox for eating pizza in his bed, which he was not doing. And I was like, I think you just need to go to bed. And she was like, okay. And then she just went back in bed. Very strange. Did she just say mom, though? No, she's trying to wake Knox up. You might should go She's trying to wake Knox up in her sleep? Yes. Oh. Is this a regular occurrence? Yes. <laughs> okay. So the other night she woke up and she was like picking at her sheets. Like she was pinching her sheets and pulling them up. And she was saying she was trying to like collect stuff. I don't know what she was trying to collect. Sure. And she was like getting mad because she couldn't pick it up. So I was like, oh, okay, there you go. I got it for you. And she was like, okay. And laid back down and went back to sleep. So is she like, does she sleepwalk or just um, like sleep does stuff? She probably would sleepwalk if we didn't have a baby gate on her room. Mm. But she, like, sleep climbs up into Knox's bed, because they have bunk beds. Oh. And, like, tries to wake him up, and he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and she's completely asleep. Yeah. All right. Wow. She was sitting up, and I said, you want to go back to bed? She said, no. I said, okay, lay down. She said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> All right. So. Bonus episode. Bonus episode. And we've got a haul. A table full of stuff. From the Buford Highways Farm. Buford Highways. Buford Highway. <laughs> Why can I never stink and say Buford's the name? Highway? It's the Buford Highway Farmer's Market. But I keep trying to add the possessive to the Buford. Buford's Highway. I either say Buford's Highway Farmer's Market or Buford Highways Farmer's Market. <laughs> like the highway owns the farmer's market for it some reason. kind of does. It's on that highway. It is on Buford Highway. Buford Highway, for those who are not familiar with Atlanta, is also really famous for a lot of international food. Yep. There's a bunch of restaurants all up that whole strip. From all over the world. Different. Like, if you were in Atlanta and you want to go try a bunch of different cuisines, just go to Buford Highway, drive down it, and see what looks good. Buford Highway Farmer's Market is the same thing, just a supermarket. Yep. It's not like a farmer's market, like a bunch Outside of stalls stall. type stuff. It's a, like a grocery store. Very much an international grocery store. It's yep. massive. The emphasis there tends to be on Hispanic, South America, specifically more Latin America, and Asian food. Lots of Asian. That's the whole side is Asia. Yeah. And then like a good another huge chunk is Latin America. I was shocked by the produce selection. Yep. They also have a massive produce selection. Massive produce section with like jackfruit and 
baby bananas that we ended up buying. Yeah, so my daughter pointed these out. She loves bananas, and she found these little dinky bananas. They're like the size of my thumb. And they're so cute. I'm just, what are they actually for? I don't know, but Babies. the tag literally says baby. That's all it says. <laughs> yeah, they're just called baby bananas. Audrey did try to eat one when they were green. I told her she wouldn't like it. We were I was right. right. <laughs> but she, she took one bite it. and went that and yeah. spit it in the trash. But they're they're yellowing they're up. They're starting now. to yellow up, yeah. They're still they pretty were green. S- so 71 cents for what? How many? Seven? Seven. Seven. So had you been there before? I had not been there before. Neither I'd seen of you. it. So I had been there several times. Yes. Because I get my friend, which I mentioned in the last episode, she introduced it to me, actually, which is funny because she's not even from Atlanta. <laughs> she grew up in Nashville and when she would come to Atlanta for dance competitions, her family would go there. And so that's yep. how I found out about it. So the local Atlanta people don't really go. And the person who does not live here has gone several times. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is why Layton has the largest hall. Because I knew what I was looking for. And you can't really go whenever you want. I could no. go on a weekly yeah. basis if I wanted to. You could stop there on your way home from work if you wanted to. Yeah. We did go on a Sunday, though. So and I don't know if it's normally that busy, but it was. there were so many people. The lines at checkout were really long, and it was very overwhelming for me. I don't do well in that kind of... Yeah, it's my experience of going there, it's usually not like that, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it was absolutely because we went on a Sunday or like a weekend day, because that place was... A madhouse. Yeah. Yeah. Average person's probably working throughout the week, so you go on a weekday during work hours, it's probably pretty mellow. And that's usually when I've gone, it's like, yeah, I'm just going to go to Buford Highway. Well, when you're here, you're not working, so you can go at whatever time of day you want. Even Lyndon picked up. He looked at me at one point and was like, you don't look like you're enjoying yourself. And I was like, no, it's fine. I just, there's just people people. everywhere. And I got overwhelmed. Yeah. So the way it's set up is... The main entrance you walk in is like the produce area. Like London mentioned, it's huge. All kinds of produce. We didn't even really walk through even to like, we walked through like the fruit part. We didn't even really walk through like the vegetable part. But they have like every pepper you can imagine. They have gigantic, what were those huge peppers? Oh, those were, um, those are just, uh, they're not a spicy pepper. They're just like a normal. Did it say sweet Italian pepper or something No, it's like that though. It's not, it's not a sweet Italian pepper. I'm trying to remember what they are. They're just like a regular, like you just chop it up, put it yeah. in anything. It was just, I don't know. It was just really colorful and a lot of produce. Yeah. And then they have a Mexican bakery at the back of like the end of that. And then there's a whole meat and fish area. And then there's like a refrigerated area, but there's these aisles that run the whole length of the store. It's like a big, large, it's like a supermarket, a really big supermarket. And the aisles are split in half. So there's like three and Every aisle is like given a region. So you have like an area region that is America. So you have a region that is, they call it Hispanic. And then you have other areas that is like Eastern Europe and stuff like that. And then in the aisles themselves, they have smaller signs that say, hey, this particular portion of this aisle is this particular country. Yep. We spent a lot of time in the Russian aisle. Not sure why, but. <laughs> we just kind of stuck there for a I think it was they because. They just had a lot of candy. They had a lot of candy and they had a lot of Eastern European candy. They had Russian, Ukrainian like, and they just had a bunch of it, so we just kind of like sat there and, and looked at it. And hardly any of it was in English, so half that time was us trying to figure out what it even was. We we did buy one Russian candy that wasn't in English, but uh, it's identifiable for it's anyone identifiable. that has kids. Yeah. So Audrey <laughs> watches. She spot it? No, I spotted uh, it, but Audrey I was expecting Audrey to be like, <gasps> yeah. yeah. Audrey watches the show Masha and Bear, which is an old Russian kids show that is very popular. 
I talked to a friend from Latvia, and apparently it was like part of the Soviet Union, and so it's kind of like really nostalgic show Ooh. for a lot of Russian people. Um, and they had a like a chocolate bar with Masha and Bear as the wrapping, so I ended up buying that. But it's not Masha and Bear; it's something in Russian. <laughs> yeah. But it is basically that show. So we got that for Audrey because she likes that show. She also went out on a limb and went really crazy and got some gummy butterflies yeah. out of all the stuff. She got <laughs> real excited. She called them bunny gummy bears, and then we said they were butterflies, and she was like, ooh, okay. Yeah, so she didn't really go out on a limb too much She there. wasn't very adventurous. <laughs> Nox, Nox, Nox kind of went out on a limb. He picked up some Pocky. He got a cocoa mint. He did change the flavor a couple times, though. Yeah. But he, that boy loves his mint chocolate. Oh, yeah. Mint chocolate's his go-to. He also got an arrow bar. Oh, that's right. He did get an arrow bar, yeah. Also mint chocolate. Mint chocolate arrow bar. So it, He's an arrow bar. It's You're like the a, one that knew about so it. So I knew so. about it. They weren't in the South African Isle, so they're evidently in more places than one. But I learned about them from Vion, who is from South Africa. They're one of his favorites. And it's basically like a chocolate bar, but inside is they're like air bubbles. It's so it's I don't know how it sticks. Aerated chocolate. Hershey did that. It's almost like a crunch bar, but all the crunchy stuff dissolved. So it's just like air pockets. So they're selling you air. Yeah, pretty much. So wait, I'm I'm wondering if there was a marketing gimmick. How can we save money? It's lighter bubbles in it and call it lighter. Yeah. It's going to cost us half as much chocolate to produce. We can sell it for the same price, or we can bump it up and call it premium or whatever. <laughs> he, he liked that. It's, he was eating Did he eat couple. the whole thing? Or? No, he's just been eating one piece at a time. He's been kind of enjoying it, so that's kind of cool. Um, I picked, these were in like the produce slash natural foods. I don't know what section that was. Yeah, it was like, the, it's like a, it's a part of like the near the bakery that has a bunch of different spices um, and then also like natural produce candies, like candy, like dried like fruits and nuts and stuff like that. And then they have the more traditional general candies, just like where Audrey got her gummy butterflies and I got my apple O's. Yeah, are, they're like peach rings. They're like peach rings, but I'm hoping they're very apple flavored. <laughs> Almost every grocery store has them. It's like the just the bulk nuts, bulk Classic chocolate. That's where you would find like seeds, like you'd get like pumpkin seeds and stuff. Yeah, dry goods, I guess. But I don't know. It's weird. They're they're called monster peanut crackers, and Lyndon kept telling me they were peanut because there's green ones in here, and he kept saying they were peanut butter. They're not just green. They're green. Okay, so the green ones. Let me let me back up. It is a box full of colorful colorful circled things. There's red and green and yellow and orange. They have sesame seeds on some of them. Lennon kept telling me they were peanut butter wasabi. And I'm like, I'm reading the ingredients because I don't like wasabi. And I'm like, there's nothing on here that says anything about that. And so it wasn't until I forced him to eat one that he finally realized it's like a a peanut covered in like a, a sesame flavored cracker. It's very... It's very interesting. I But the green ones are green with white speckles. They look like wasabi peas. Except bigger. If you gave me one of those and said, try that, based on wasabi peas, I'm not eating it. <laughs> if I gave you a brownie that looked like a turd, would you eat it based on your knowledge of turds? It's a wasabi peanut. I'm not eating it. Either way, it was not a wasabi peanut. They, they are... are- just like they're kind of interesting. Yeah, they're yeah. like peanut butter, sesame flavored 
crackers. I don't know. They're like cracker balls. I'll maybe I'll post a picture on Instagram. They're really cool. They're really looking. cool. They're really like I was saying. If you put them out at a party, they're very colorful. They're very there's like it's a noticeable thing. But the problem is, people who don't know what they are would be like, I don't know if I want to eat that because I don't know what that is. They kind of look like um, crunch berries, like Captain Crunch berries. Natural Captain Crunch berries. <laughs> if, if someone made some crunchy Captain Crunch berries. Yeah. What else did you pick up? Um, so I picked up Stroop waffles, which is basically like two crackers that look like waffles with caramel on the inside. And my mom had actually sent me a picture of these. They just flew out west or to the Midwest, I guess. And they got these on the plane. So instead of like the little Biscoff crackers or whatever, they got these Stroop waffles. And so I love caramel and these look really good. So I, I got them. And on the box, it says to warm it up on your cup. So you make a cup of coffee and you set these Stroop waffles on to warm them up. Well, I did that the other night and I left it on there for so long. <laughs> I could see that like the, the middle of it was kind of falling down and like caving soggy. in. And I was like, oh, well, like it'll, it'll just be really soft. Well, then I went to pick it up and I realized that the bottom cracker had completely fallen into my coffee. <laughs> so I just had like this thin wafer waffly cracker with like a tiny bit of caramel on it because it all had melted into my cup. So I need to redo this and try to maybe have a better experience because then I just had like soggy waffle in my coffee. Our favorite way to enjoy a Delman's stoop waffle is to warm it up over a steaming hot cup of coffee or tea. Simply rest and in about two minutes. I know. That's what Lyndon said too. Mine was like 10 minutes. (laughs) At least. At least. Oh, sweet cinnamon and bourbon vanilla. It did. It did make my coffee taste kind of cinnamon. Yeah, there is a bigger version of those that are usually sold in, his, in the Latin America parts that I went to go try and find. They're much bigger. They're like maybe about five, six inches in diameter. Like tortilla size? Um, like, like a small, small, like small tortilla size. Maybe a little smaller than that. I couldn't find them. I was disappointed. Yeah. That was one of the things I was going to look for, and I did not find And them. then you also picked up your high chews that we talked about in the last episode. Three yeah. Different varieties of yeah, them. Yeah, so I got chia seed high chews, and then sweet and sour high chews. And you also got Linden something. Yeah. We were in the Scandinavian, Scandinavian aisle, I, I guess it was. That's what they called it. And they had a Swedish lingonberry drink concentrate. Which, for those that don't know, we have a Finnish background. Yeah. So yeah. that was kind of an aisle that we sought out. Except I'm pretty sure Finland isn't Scandinavian. No, it's it's Nordic. It's Nordic. But I didn't see a Nordic aisle. They didn't have a Nordic aisle. It's, they just lumped it all together. But it's basically uh, sugar, wild lingonberry juice concentrate and grape juice concentrate. And you mix it four to one with water and it makes like a drink. And I tried it and it's pretty darn good. I figured you'd like it. If you like lingonberry. Lingon. It's not lindenberry. Lindenberry. Why not? (laughs) He botches everything. Are you really surprised? I ain't worried about it. If you're familiar with Ikea, Swedish, they offer a lot of lingonberry flavored things, but it was good. There's a soda that is sold in like New York, like upstate New York, and probably Canada, that is lingonberry based. I'm pretty sure IKEA has a lingonberry soda in My their friend soda fountain that I went to college with. She introduced it to me because she grew up predominantly around upstate, but now I don't remember what it's called. But if you do like the flavor of that, you might like yeah, I'll have to see if I can track it down. It's very similar to cranberry juice, and this oh, also... Oh, it's Loganberry. Sorry. Wrongberry. Completely different. <laughs> Wrongberry. <laughs> Scratch that. It's got the grape juice concentrate in it, so it's kind of grape juicy, 
cranberry juicy type flavor, but it was good. We were saying you could mix it with like um, ginger ale. It was Which I tried. Good. Did you try that? Yeah, I put some ginger ale in it. It was pretty decent. You could probably mix it with some Sprite. It would probably be pretty good. Yeah, I was like making more like a punch out of it rather than yeah. just straight. Because it usually says to mix it with water, but I was saying if you add something a little bit sweeter to it. and just, Or the carbonation. Or just know. maybe carbonated water. Yeah. Because I don't know if adding like a soda to it would make it too sweet. Yeah, but it was like $7 for the bottle and it's on Amazon for 20 so... Yeah, that's the that's the trend with a lot of these things. Like we looked up the prices of them after we bought them on like places like Amazon, and some of these things are outrageously expensive online. But we can go get it locally. I also picked up Lacaral. I don't I know guess how to you'd say that. they look like tiny cigarette boxes. Yeah, they're like little tiny flip top boxes. They're called pastel, pastilles. Pastilles, I guess. Pastille? Pastille? I'm assuming they're similar to uh, Good and Plenty's. I haven't opened one yet, but they're menthol licorice so they were also in the scandinavian aisle so i'm assuming yeah look they're little tiny black licorice dots yeah. they look like um teeny tiny oreos no they're flat on the bottom they're are like oreos domes. flat on the bottom yes you could put two of them together with cream in there it'd look like a tiny oreo they have a's on them yeah for the for the front there's an a on the cover they but one's smell called, like they would taste like garbage. One's called original. <laughs> well, pastilles are the other a special. type of sweet or medicinal pill. Gross. So yeah, so they're black licorice. I was intrigued. They're super. Those are super popular in Scandinavian and Nordic countries, which is probably why you found a bunch of them varieties. They did not have the one that I was going to try and tell you to have, which was the salmiaki one. Yes, yeah, which we talked about in our black licorice episode. Yeah, in our black licorice which episode was a couple episodes ago. If you haven't heard that one. It was our Father's Day episode, because that is our father's favorite candy. And then me and Leighton also picked up a tin of the Calfany bonbons. They're, they're like a drop candy. Yeah, hard candy. And yeah. we're going to be doing an episode specifically on those next week. Mostly because it's something we wanted to do, because it's a drop candy. And also, we it's the first episode that we will have done that neither of us have actually eaten before. Yeah, at least not that specific thing. Yeah. So I didn't get too much. I saw some other cool things. There was some weird Russian squishy I saw you. I apple something another. It was like, I don't know. One of these things we should do, we should go back and go to the, the Eastern European candy section and just grab some bags of that stuff that we have no idea what it is and just try it. Yeah. Cause I'm like, down. I'm pretty sure it's all super cheap, and I have no idea what any of it is because there's like no labels that or we can read. Or you can't read them, yeah. There's not even like a really like a picture that says like, "Hey, this is like." The one I had was an apple and a and a and a bar, like the actual bar that was in the package, playing like tennis. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I'm assuming it has some sort of apple flavoring, but I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, and they were all kind of like that, where it's just like, if you know what you're looking at, you know exactly what it is. But if you're like us, and we have no clue what that is, because like, it's straight up from those countries we don't know. And Leighton's got a, I got a stack of stuff. pile of stuff. But like we said, he's not the local, so... He, and I knew what I was looking for. He doesn't get many opportunities no, to go there. I can't there, go there so. all the time. So, uh... Where do you start? Yeah, where do I start? I will start with the things that are not candy, because there's exactly one of those. And that is my ramen. Like... We said at the beginning, one of the biggest areas of the store is their Asian section, and they have most of the same things divided up mostly by country. So they have one that's like, here's Thailand, and here's India, and here's China, and here's Japan, and here's Korea, and all this. But they do have one aisle that is just nothing but ramen. That's it. Picture a grocery store aisle. It's just all different kinds of varieties of ramen that you can imagine. And the best one that you can get there is Kokomon, which is from Paldo, 
and specifically it's a they're chicken flavored and they call it clean spicy. I'm to this day don't know why it says clean spicy. I'm, but I do think I kind of get it because you get a lot of ramen that is spicy that comes in like it's very red. You put powder in the whole thing turns red. This does not. This looks like a normal bowl of ramen, but it's not. It's spicy. But it's not super ultra hot. So if you just like a little bit of spice with your ramen, this is the ramen to get. And now I need to go back and buy more and send them to Hanako because she can't get any more. <laughs> also, you told me today that the chicken in it is imported from America. Yes. So they, they have a little pet, like a the little vegetable packet that also includes some like dried chicken, chicken strips in there. You can kind of see it on the package. Uh, that chicken... <laughs> is imported from the U.S. It's sent to Korea where this is packaged and put, uh, processed and packaged. And then this is then in turn imported back into the U.S. <laughs> because the USDA is stupid like that. So that was your non-candy. That was my non-candy purchase. I'll go with the ones that I, my classics that I, do, that I have gotten there before. So I got some Hello Panda, which are a Japanese type of candy. They're usually cream filled little chewy chocolate like not chocolate you can't get chocolate they have like ones. a wafery outside like a right? wafery outside and they have little pandas playing sports on them yeah i've had the chocolate ones yeah and you can get a bunch of like flavors you can get the traditional like neapolitan style flavors which are very very popular in japanese candies but then you can also get like banana and other interesting stuff and then yeah, I got, hello, hello panda is getting a lot more popular outside of like specialty stores mm-hmm. and then the other one i got which is also from the japanese candy aisle is called milkita or and it's, they are hard candies that are based on milk, which is a very different style of hard candy. Most, most hard candies are not based on milk. And these ones are vanilla shake. You can get coffee-flavored ones. You can get chocolate-flavored ones. You can get banana cream pudding ones. They're all really good. Interesting. Uh, yeah. And then I got, I already mentioned these. They're Apple O's. I've never tried these before, but they're like peach rings, but Apple. I haven't tried they these. don't say sour apple, but nope. they are apple. It just apple. says Apple O's. And then they're green. That's enough for him. Yep. And it says citric acid in there, lactic acid, citric acid. Well, yeah, they're like sugar-coated, which yeah, usually like, means... They're literally like peach rings, but yeah. apple something. Good enough for me. There's a, there's a trend in all this stuff that I bought. A lot of it's apple. I have had these before, which are green apple Mentos. Mm-hmm. I like me some Mentos. I, I almost grabbed a whole handful of them. I did not. Yes, he restricted. I, he was, I, put his hand <laughs> in the box and like picked up maybe six. And he's like, uh, and then it was three, and then it was... Two and it's just pulled out. Yeah, <laughs> I legit almost grabbed a handful. Um, and then the uh, last things that I bought that I have tried before are Milka candy bars, which are European. They're specifically Alpine candy. I got a strawberry and caramel ones. If you like milk chocolate, Milka is the way to go, in my opinion. But then we also found some Gold Baron. Haribo gummy bears that do have the green apple flavor in them, which is yes. one of the things we went there specifically to look for. Yeah, we talked about that in our gummy bear episode. We would try and find some German gummy bears, and, and we, we were did. successful. And if you haven't heard that episode, you can go check that out. And on the same vein, I also grabbed these because I've never actually had any. They're Jelly Babies, which is a British jelly candy. And Terry Pratchett makes a joke about them in Discworld that for the long, if you don't know what it is it comes completely by the wayside but he has this civilization that he creates that is like a xp for ancient egypt and ancient egypt obviously developed all along the nile and he calls the country 
Jelly Baby. He spells it all weird. It's like D J E L, and it's called the. And he's in Terry Pratchett in Discworld likes to do like footnotes, humorous footnotes for his jokes, and he translates and says that Jelly Baby means child of the gel. <laughs> but it's spelled so weird. If you don't know what Jelly Babies are, you don't quite get it. It's like a double layered joke that you don't quite get. But he's literally named the country after a British candy. Yeah, and we kind of touched on those a little bit in the Jelly Bean episode. Yes. I think we brought them up. I'm not positive. We might not have. We brought up Turkish Delight, but we may have mentioned Jelly Babies. Or maybe we talked about Jelly Babies in the Milk Dead episode with theater candies. Maybe. I don't know. I want to say we've talked about Jelly Babies. I think we should do an episode on Jelly Babies just because it's a very popular British candy. Yeah. And then the last thing I got is Russian. At least I'm pretty sure that's all Russian. It's in Cyrillic. And they're like cream puffs, but they're... Hopefully, apple flavored because they're slightly <laughs> green and they have apples on them. They remind me of Divinity. If, I don't think they are Divinity. Divinity is also super sweet. Yes, and I don't think these probably are that sweet. They look like Divinity. Like if Divinity was made in a like a factory, not handmade. Thirty-two grams of sugar per serving. At least I can read that part. <laughs> How many are in a serving? One. So oh those are probably pretty sweet. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's a couple things I didn't find. One I forgot to look for, which was marzipan. Which you don't need to go there to get marzipan, but they have good marzipan there. And then I tried to find some ramune candy, but I could not find that. But I also wanted—I just want to do an episode on ramune candy by itself because it's a very, very popular candy in Japan. Yeah, I don't know if there was anything in particular I was looking for, but there was a lot of stuff that I was intrigued by but didn't oh you also buying. got those things oh yeah, yeah your little your little snack your cake things oh, thing. what are they? Those. I forgot. they look disgusting <laughs> you're the one that pointed them out because he likes those like so these sweet. were in front of the mexican bakery i think they're mexican but most of the writing on it is english but they're called gancito, gancito. gancito. Ma- made by Mara marinella Man, if anybody's listening to this that speaks Spanish, they're going to be like, you guys. I don't know, but most of the packaging is in English, so. Product they're basically like a cake covered in chocolate, but it's filled with like a, yeah, so it looks like maybe strawberries. It's sauce. like a Twinkie, uh, hoistus, uh, little hoistus? Debbie. Hoistus. Hoistus. You want a hoistus? You know, like all hoistus. those like. Where's the cream Snack filling? cakes type stuff. But it's like it's, yellow where's cake. Where's the cream filling? It got hoisted. <laughs> it looks like yellow cake with some sort of red jam jelly on top. Doesn't say what flavor that red is, but hopefully <laughs> strawberry or raspberry. Then there's like a white, maybe like frosting on top of that. And then it's all coated in chocolate and has potentially chocolate sprinkles on top. But they're filled snack cakes. So I'm going to eat these in my lunch. We'll see how they are. There's eight, and uh, I'm going to try them. I think it, I, I would have enjoyed the farmer's market more if I had had like, like a recipe in mind. If you're, oh, okay. And I went there to get like the ingredients yeah. for. Like we're going to go make real pad thai and like go buy all the stuff for it. or Right, or like some kind of like Indian cuisine or something like that. Like it's. Where you needed some it was weird like I exotic went there. stuff. Or what if you uh, like take one of your friends that is Indian and they could like explain what all this stuff was. Yeah. Or we could take Marcus to yeah, the Thailand you had, you had episode because I had, you'd, you'd yeah, messaged him. I'd messaged him. He's from Thailand, and I messaged him about a couple different things I saw, like a big pack of candles. I'm like, 
why are there so many candles in the Thailand aisle? And he's like, well, you, you light those for prayer at the temple or something. So they're obviously some sort of religious ritual that involves a lot of little candles. Yeah, because it was like all this food, and there's like, here's a bunch of candles. Yeah, it was like a whole entire section of the aisle was all candles and incense. The incense and candles, I kind of figured it was some sort of ritual, religious type tradition thing, but I just mentioned it to him, and he's like, yep, that's what they're for. Yeah, so if you went went into a section where someone like really knew what they were doing, they might be able to tell you like all all the random stuff was. Because like there's so much stuff, you're just like, I wonder what that is. Yeah, like we went in without any real expectations or goal in mind we just kind of wandered and yeah. so i think that was part of it because i'm such a plan like i need to know what i'm doing and yeah. i need to have a plan so to just go in and walk around with all those people i was like we got what we got let's just get out of here yeah well cool. i bought one other thing yeah i bought my fanta pineapple oh you do have a fanta pineapple oh i What's bought your- something else i already too. drank that i had bought something else too Standing by the checkout, they had this freezer. Inside had little, like, individually wrapped cheesecakes. So it was, like, all chocolate-coated, but it was a poppy seed cheese curd cake. That's what it said on the package. It was Lithuanian. Lithuanian, but it was poppy seed. I'll tell you what, that little, like, crunch of seed in that cheesecake? Man, that was bomb fire. We need to start putting poppy seeds in every cheesecake. It was awesome. Poppy seeds are... Very traditional. Um, there's a type of cracker that they do for around Christmas that involves poppy seeds. I like poppy seeds. Lemon poppy seed Lemon muffin. poppy seed muffins are so good. Oh, yeah. But tell you what. I think you like that for the lemon, though, not the poppy seeds. No, no. After eating that cheesecake, that little pop in the poppy seeds, that was awesome. A little texture, mouthfeel for it. Great stuff. It was kind of interesting walking around the farmer's market because clearly, like when we were in the... the like the Russian aisle, there was a guy that walked down the aisle. He knew exactly, he what, knew he was exactly what he was looking for. He walked over, like scanned the aisle, grabbed it off the shelf and took off. And it's like, clearly he's there for something that he's familiar with, or maybe he's an immigrant or a, or, mm-hmm. or that's, that's the, the kind of the vibe you get with a lot of the people that are there. And a lot of people they employ are clearly like, that's what they're, it's, it's really cool like that. Well, yeah. I mean, if you got a store that has all these different countries products, It'd be nice to employ people that kind of understood what's going on with yeah. those countries' products. Yep. But even when we were in the in the Asia section, there was people that were just walking down the aisles grabbing literally exactly what they were looking for. And we're over here like trying to read <laughs> packages and they're like, excuse me, I need this. Oh, I need that. <laughs> yeah. You know, the point is that they literally knew exactly what they were looking for. And so it's kind of cool. They could find, they what, they find what they were looking for at that at that market. Because like some, a lot of that stuff, you're not going to find in any grocery store in the U.S. Yeah. Absolutely not. Maybe American butchered versions. Like yeah. You can find ramen at our grocery store, but... It's not that ramen. I'll tell you that. top ramen, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the little ramen cups. So, it's just kind of cool. Oh, yeah. we also did buy a Poro drink for the kids. Oh, that's... Yeah. Wait, did, that, did, Audrey did spot that one, didn't she? Yeah, we were walking around while you were in the ramen aisle, and it had a little Pororo logo guy on it. And For those who don't know, Pororo is a Korean animated show. It's a, yeah, it's on Netflix. It's yep. on Netflix, and Audrey watches it. She saw characters yeah. she recognizes. Our, our daughter watches Russian shows, Korean shows, Indian shows. They're all on Netflix. But all of them, aside from the Indian show, are dubbed in English, though. Yeah, but Masha and Bear doesn't even have words. Yeah, it, does. it has a few. Hardly any. The little girl talks, yeah. 
Yeah, Booba doesn't have words either. And that one's which one is that? Is that German? Booba doesn't talk. The Ooh. little like gnome guy. Yeah, there's no words in that one. Huh. Yeah, what's the Indian shows you watches? Um, baby, baby Bond, Baby Beam. So Mighty Beam. That one doesn't have any dialogue. Yeah. But the surprise egg one, they do like they they teach the colors in Hindi. Yeah. I think. She watches all kinds of international shows on Netflix. Yeah, they're all on Netflix and kids television. I'll tell you this: having I because of you guys and Amanda and Damon's kids, I've seen a lot of these international shows. And the one thing I figured out is that kids shows basically doesn't matter what country they're from; they're basically all the same. Yeah, (laughs) they know what works. Except Coco Mong, that's an interesting one. That one is a weird one. It, that one is probably the like absolutely most formulaic of all of them, too. Yeah, and there's one. You can tell. I can tell you exactly like what's going to happen, no matter what the plot is on that show. I'm like, okay, this is what's going to happen. But yeah, that's another. That one's Coco Mong. Yeah, uh, some sort of Asian, maybe Korean. They're all animals dressed anthropomorphized, anthropomorphic animals anthropomorphized as food, and it's very bizarre. Yeah, yeah like huh. a, a car- uh, carrot. There's also an egg bunny. Yeah. Egg bunny. Well, Kokomong <laughs> is a sausage monkey. <laughs> Very strange. The alligator is what? He's... I don't remember the alligators, but there's like a green onion chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a funky shit. Fl- and then their villains are like germs and disease and mold. <laughs> like sugar and yeah. <laughs> and the, the robot, and inevitably, he has Robomong, which is his giant robot that can do basically anything. And he always inevitably breaks down halfway through the fight against the virus king. And they 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 cure him by chucking some random vegetable or fruit down his throat. <laughs> and, and then he, he saves the day. And then he, he wakes back up because of the good energy, and he saves the day. Eat your vegetables, children. As as Audrey has pointed out, on more than one occasion, they will throw a basket of something down his throat, and he will eat it, basket and all. <laughs> She'll be like, he ate the basket! Oh, and they play the stuff. same animation. So that's, she loves it, though. Yeah, she does love it. So that's our haul. Yeah. Should I try any of this stuff? I want to see what that... Eat one of them green, crunchy-looking... No, the, uh, the Russian... Oh, okay. They look like they'll be like crunchy. Like hard, yeah. Are they marshmallow or are they like? I, well, okay. like I said, divinity well, is I'm open it right now. Mind. Okay, so they are eight. There's like oh, quite a few of them. Uh, twelve. Twelve of them. Are they halves? Yeah. Yeah, 12. they're halves. They look like they might crunch if I bite one. They look like the sugary type of that's gonna like. It says Belyov Zephyr. Yeah, don't don't even bother. It's not even not even the same alphabet, dude. I'm just reading it out. It says Zephyr. That that one I do recognize. Smell those. Not digging the smell. I'm not digging the smell either. I'm kind of afraid of what they taste like now. It's like got a weird tinge of like apple-y, but uh, I don't mind the smell. You don't mind the smell? It's kind of doughy. Oh, they are way doughier than I thought they are. They're not hard. Really? Yeah, they're like soft. They're stuck together? They're stuck. Those are straight up stuck together. Weird. They taste like something I've had. Do they have like the consistency of like stale marshmallows? Because that's what it looks like. Try it. Are they circus peanut? I want to try it. I just don't feel. Oh, they do feel kind of circus peanut-y. They're not. They're a lot less. That tastes like something. Oh, they're very gritty though. Yeah, they're very gritty. I could hear it in his teeth. Like sand. Like he was eating sand. That does taste familiar. I don't know what that tastes like. Apple juice. Oh, that's what it smelled like. I don't think they melted the sugar. (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't think so. Maybe that was intentional. Yeah, it tastes like straight up apple juice. It tastes like me. apple juice. That's strong, though. Wow. I don't know how many of these I'll actually eat. <laughs> these things are very sugary. Funky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll have to take a picture of these things and throw them on the Instagram. These things are wild. I don't want to know what it all says. Like, I have no idea what it says on the packaging. I'll take a picture of them and send them to some of my Russian friends. See yeah, if they can translate Apple. it. Can you Google Translate it? Let me see that thing. We tried in store. We tried in store. We tried on something else. Not that, though. Yeah. Yeah, but did, weren't you trying to take a picture of it, though? No, we were using, like, the we photo like translator. The photo I don't know how many of those things I'm going to eat. Those things are... Wow. Those things are so sweet. Very funky. Let me try this thing, though. Ooh, yes. <laughs> these people... Oh, these things are awesome. There you go. There's your green apple. <laughs> these things are so cool. You need to apple. try one of these. These apple O's are exactly what I wanted them to be. I have a stomachache. These are on point. These things are great. The apple O's are exactly what I wanted them to be. Not too sour. Yeah, a little mild. But a little mild on the apple-y flavor. You ever had a green apple mento? I have not. I usually buy the fruit mentos. So these ones are like a light green color. Like kind of like the tropical fruit. Yeah, I don't usually buy the mint mentos. I usually get the fruit mentos, but I do like mentos. Mm-hmm. Overload you with all the green apple stuff. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. I think green apple is a more popular flavor outside the U.S. Well, clearly, you got the Haribo Gold Bears that are green apple. Which are getting opened right now because that was half the point going. The long-awaited reveal of the green apple Haribo Gummy Bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so as we referred to in our Gummy Bear episode, the Haribo Bears in America do not have the sixth flavor of green. The green is strawberry in America. And in German and rest of Europe, you get a green apple. It's a really subtle flavor on that one. Very subtle. Really, really subtle. Either that or you uh, tainted yourself with the apple rings, the apple mentos, the apple sugar bombs, whatever those (laughs) things are. (laughs) I'm going to eat one of these little licorice dots that are menthol. Menthol one? Whoa. Whoa, what? Be prepared. (laughs) These things are gangster. (laughs) Gangster? What? What kind of of description of a candy is gangster? That is awesome stuff right there. This is the menthol one. They're both menthol. One's special, one's original. I don't know what the difference is. (laughs) Which one is this? Original. Menthol licorice. Sweet, licorice, fresh. I can get behind these things. Oh, or they stick to your teeth, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm just like sucking on it. I'm not chewing it up. Yeah, you can't chew it. So on the back of this package, there's an A that's divided into... 12 circle, like 12 slices, like the it logo. like a cough drop that rocks. Like the logo? Mm-hmm. Uh, has this thing. So these both have a six sweet rating. So that's more than 12. What is that? 18 maybe? A six sweet rating. Uh, the specials have a way higher licorice rating, almost a full circle, whereas these have an almost full circle of the fresh rating. Maybe the fresh is the minty. And then these have... As much fresh as these have licorice. So I'm assuming they're identical. Just inverted. These are more menthol. These are more black licorice. So those would be the ones you give to dad. And these are the ones you... So the red ones, the special, are way more black licorice flavored. Green ones are mint. They don't chew very well. But I'll tell you what. These things are sweet. But- Do you like to try one of these? No. They're not very black licorice They're a lot more menthol-y. No. <laughs> Live a little. 
Bastila and Zephyr. Russian sweets beloved by czars and my mom. Wow, okay. Czars <laughs> and my mom? I typed in this bottom word, but that's all it's spelled in English, too. So, Russian pastilla resembles marshmallows in taste and consistency, but is healthier alternative and has a distinct natural fruity flavor. They didn't say anything about the grit. No. They're like chewing sandpaper. Okay, I'm not going to go that far. That's what it sounded like from here. It does say apple on it. It's on purpose. Pastilla has a rather cloud-like texture, light and airy inside, which is definitely true. Because like, you look at the inside on that mm -hmm. thing. A slightly crunchy layer on top caused by crystallized sugar. All right. It's intentional. The surface is what's the sugar. Very interesting. The main ingredient in these is an apple puree and egg whites. Like meringue. It's more like a meringue than a marshmallow. So it's healthier. Hmm. It's less actual. There's still a lot of sugar in those stinking things, though. That thing says 32 grams per one or whatever. So that's the Buford's Farmer's Market, huh? Yeah. We'll probably end up going back if we end up doing some sort of recipe, at least me and Liz, if she, if she finds some sort of obscure recipe that needs some ingredients that are not easy to track down, we'll probably end up going there. Just then, Indian dishes or something? Yeah, and then, like I said, when, next time Leighton's down here, we'll probably end up doing a... Uh, Do a grab bag on the Eastern European candy? Yeah, we'll just run down and try and find some really obscure stuff that we haven't had before and just give it a shot and do an episode on that. Yeah, and then we could probably do, we can, if we were going to do some other stuff that might be a little bit more well-known, like we were talking about the Jelly Babies or something, we could also get them from there, too. Yep. Because it's probably cheaper than Amazon. Probably. I'm still stuck on my translate app. <laughs> I found a, I found a whole website, I found a whole blog post about these things. Apparently, this guy's mom loves them. Apparently, so did Czars. And who's Czars? Who's their Czars? Yeah. Czars are their old Russian kings and em emperors. Oh. Czars and Tsarinas. Gotcha. Peter II was the one that got his head cut off. I don't know if he actually got his head cut off, but Bolsheviks overthrew him. Ended the SARS. SARS shows up as a crossword answer probably at least three times a week. It's getting up there with Oreo. Hey, I think I found the exact thing that we just ate in this picture of it next to T. Two halves of Zephyr are glued together to create one piece. So I think this is technically called considered one piece. Ugh. Oh! <laughs> I ripped it in half, apparently. It's like the size of a clementine. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, each mold is meant for half a piece of zephyr. Once the halves are dry, they're glued together to make one whole piece. So what we had was a zephyr that was distinctly apple-flavored. Cool. Not for me, but cool. <laughs> I'm going to try one of these a little bit more licorice dots. Less fresh, more licorice. Yep. And these are specifically Balevsky, which is like the company for these, apparently. Nice. So I got some good ones. These are not nearly as good. I'm not, I'm not having that one. They're definitely more licorice forward and mint aftertaste versus the green ones, which are great. All right. I'm going to wrap this episode up. Yeah. So thanks for joining us on this bonus episode. Thanks for having me. Just talk about all kinds of random stuff. Random stuff we found at the farmer's market. So we'll be back in a week. Like we said, we're going to talk about those. Calfani. Calfani bonbons. Fruits bonbons.